Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and this segment is going to be all about the sun in the sign of Gemini. So keep in mind, I am a Vedic sidereal astrologer. So the dates I'm going to give you are not the same as Western astrology. If you grew up in the West, especially in America, you are generally you grow up thinking that you're a specific sign and that's fine if you follow Western astrology. Again, I follow Vedic astrology. It was the very precise actual placement of the sun in the sky at the moment of your birth. So if you're interested in hearing more about that, you can check out the two segments I've posted on the differences between Western and Vedic astrology. Uh, So let's get going. If you were born between June 15th and July 17th, In Vedic astrology, your sun is in the sign of Gemini. And if you're wanting to see your chart and follow along, you can Google a Vedic chart calculator and click on the North Indian format. And to understand which house, which, you know, if you're new to reading charts, you're more than likely not going to really understand what you're looking at when you pull up a chart. Nobody does in the beginning. Um, You can go to my website, innerknowing.yoga and click on North Indian chart. And there's like a little cheat sheet on how to figure out which house is which. It's very simple. If you see H3, it's house three. If you see H7, it's house seven. So wherever you see the sun, S-U in your chart, that's the house that your sun is in. It's going to make this podcast a little bit more understandable. So if you were born with your son in Gemini, Geminis are known for being quick-witted. They're very humorous people. They're extremely intellectual and analytical. Geminis love to calculate. They love to compartmentalize. They love to have many different interests at once. I was reading something a few days ago, and it said, at very worst, a Gemini is a jack-of-all-trades, master of none. So that's, you know, Gemini on their bad side is that they can have so many interests that perhaps they don't master one thing entirely. Though I must say, a lot of the Geminis that I've seen have been very good at mastery. So if you have the attention span to focus on one thing, they can certainly do it because they have the intelligence for it and they have the interest for it. They have that drive to want to investigate further. I have said in previous podcasts, a lot of the time Scorpio are viewed as the most sexual sign of the Zodiac, which there is some truth to it, but Gemini is actually really a sexual sign. Okay. I would consider Gemini the most sexual sign of the Zodiac. And now keeping in mind, this is your sun sign that I'm talking about right now. If you don't resonate with any of this and you were born between June 15th and July 17th, you may have a weaker sun. You may have a lot in your chart that kind of contradicts all of this. Okay. Because you always have to look at a chart holistically. And so if you have questions about that, always feel free to reach out. Again, Geminis are very calculative, analytical, intellectual. They're very charming. They're Again, they're humorous. So people like being around them. They like hearing what they have to say. Something about Geminis is that they can find self-actualization through communication. These people love to communicate and they love to process their thoughts with other people. So therapy, they love 
you know, going to an astrologer, going to a therapist, going to like a think tank where you can get with people and bounce ideas off of one another. They process their thoughts very well verbally. But depending on where the sun is in your chart, it's going to act a different way. So if you have Gemini sun in the first house, you're going to have, first of all, a strong connection with your home and your mother. So even if you and your mom didn't have a close relationship, there's going to be some sort of connection there with your mother and with your home. You are going to thrive with communication. You're going to identify with your intellect. You're going to identify with what you know. As soon as you learn information, you're going to want to share it with other people. If you have sun in the second house in the sign of Gemini, you may have a close relationship with your mother and you may have some inheritance from her. She may help you out financially. You're also going to get a lot of happiness through maybe writing or again, sharing your thoughts verbally. You may also have a very fine palate, a very, um, how should I verbalize this? You have an appreciation for finer food. And you're actually really smart about food. Perhaps you know a lot about wine or you know a lot about different regions. There's going to be something that interests you about the history of food or philosophy of food. If you have sun and Gemini in the third house, this is a very good placement for creativity and expressing your creativity. You may be inclined towards writing. You may be inclined towards music because Gemini is also music ability. You see a lot of performers as well um, between June 15th and July 17th, a lot of people with a lot of creative energy. Um, But again, this specific placement, having Sun and Gemini in the third house, um, that's pretty strong. Though these people can have a bit of arrogance if they let it run away with them. If you have Sun and Gemini in the fourth house, this is really good for rental property. So if you're interested in having houses that you own and renting them out for people, it's really good. There's also either you're very helpful with your mother, there's a close connection with her, um, you derive happiness from service to others in general. So you may have a service-oriented job or maybe a teaching job. It's also possible that there's some difficulty with your mother or she has a health like a chronic health issue. If you have Sun and Gemini in the fifth house, this is wonderful for love and romance. So you may get a lot of creativity because fifth house is the house of creativity from your partnerships, from your relationships. It's going to make you feel more poetic or more creative um, in some way. You're going to have a lot of happiness and fulfillment with relationships. If your son is not doing well, it's possible that you over-idealize, that you fantasize in your head of something that you want things to be, and then they just don't end up being that way. And so I've mentioned this as well in the past two podcasts. Gemini is ruled by Mercury. So when the sun moves into Gemini, 
you also want to see the placement of Mercury and the condition of Mercury. So if Mercury is not doing well, that's going to influence your sun. If Mercury is strong and doing really well, it's going to benefit your sun. Okay, so you always want to look at that as well. If you have sun and Gemini in the sixth house, you may be interested in alternative healing. You may have a job as a doctor. You may have a job as a therapist. Your day-to-day life may be dealing with other people's ups and downs. You may also have a job in finance. If your son is not doing well, it could be that you have chronic health issues or you have to deal with health in some way in your day-to-day life. Um, You could also work with finances. I don't know if I mentioned that already. You could be working with other people's finances. If you have the son in the seventh house in the sign of Gemini, this is also very good for relationships. So it's going to bring a teaching quality to your close relationships. It's very, you could be prosperous. You're going to have an intellectual way of approaching your relationships. Your spouse is probably going to be very intelligent and highly educated and may even bring spirituality into your life. If you have Sun and Gemini in the eighth house, this may bring you a career in research. It may bring you a career in astrology. Um, yeah, I would say so. If you have Sun and Gemini in the eighth house, if you are interested in yoga or Kundalini or astrology, you could shine there for sure, especially if your Mercury is doing well. Um, it could also be possible that there are losses in your career. If your son is getting, you know, a little bit of a hard hit in your chart, it could be that there are losses through your career, sudden ups and downs in your career. But again, that energy could manifest in you work with sudden ups and downs in general. It could be with finances. It could be with health because the eighth house also represents like health, healing, therapy. Um, And it could just be in research. You could work in some sort of -of state-of-the-art research center. Behind the scenes, underground knowledge is what that would represent. If you have Sun and Gemini in the ninth house, you may be a very charitable person. You may have just this feeling of wealth. Even if you have a little bit of money, you may feel like you have a lot. Your father may be like a teacher to you. Whenever you get money, you may have no problem giving it away. You're going to have luck in getting teachers. Very good luck with getting teachers if you want them. And again, those connections are going to make you feel very wealthy. You could actually be very wealthy and you could make money off of, I mean, I want to encourage this, but you could make money off of spiritual pursuits. But really, in, in a good way to frame that is if you want to be like a yoga teacher or a spiritual teacher of some sort. You could make a living doing that. Um, if your son is not doing well in the ninth house, there could be you could just give all of your money away and be a little bit naive about it. You could have financial issues. You could maybe give money to a false guru. So be careful, okay? There could also be damage to the father if your son is not doing well. If you have Sun and Gemini in the 10th house, 
you are going to have a very close connection to your career first and foremost. So there's going to be a natural draw to your career. You're going to identify heavily with your career and what you're doing. Um, you could make money through distant places. So maybe you have a job in technology, but you communicate with people all over the world. You could benefit in foreign places. So maybe you do business deals, maybe you travel for work. Um, it could also be that you have a job with in a hospital or you have a job in some sort of isolated place, like a jail. Um, though the sun is in Gemini, so I think that it would be an inclination towards more technology, technology-related, communication-related through the masses. Okay, if you have sun in Gemini in the eleventh house. This is very good for gains. You're going to be very communicative. You're going to gain through your communication, through your ability to analyze, and through your ability to charm. You're going to have a lot of friends. You may have a lot of superficial friends. Like maybe you have a bunch of acquaintances who you really enjoy and you really get along with and you guys laugh. Um, but you'd have to see your, your entire chart to see like the depth of those friendships. But it's guaranteed here if your son is doing well, that you'll have a large network circle and be able to communicate with people easily and have a lot of encounters that way. Um, and again, good financial, good financial gains there. If the son is doing well, if the son is not doing well, you may be deceitful yourself. Your communication may be deceitful. It may be that you make bad business deals. Maybe you pick the wrong people to network with. If you have sun in the 12th house in the sign of Gemini, there's, again, there's going to be gain from distant travel because the second house is finances and there's going to be a connection between the second and the 12th house. So if you have sun in Gemini in the 12th house, you may have a very strong intuition and a very strong pull towards spiritual pursuits. You may be very charitable. You're also going to use, because I can't stress this enough, Gemini loves to communicate and they love to talk and they love to process ideas. So you could have some sort of platform where you communicate all over the world. Um, you could have some sort of charity that you run and you communicate with others and spread knowledge on helping others. If the sun is not doing well in the sign of Gemini in the 12th house, there could be debts and losses, okay? And, and similar to the ninth house, it could be that you give too much money away. So be wary of that. But it is a very powerful place for foreign travel, distant travel, and it will make travel easy for you, okay, if the sun is doing well. Some celebrities that I looked up, we have Meryl Streep who is June 22nd, and she is forever youthful. Gemini is also known for being youthful and looking young, and she just still looks ridiculously young, and she is charming and witty. Very smart woman. Um, Anna Kasparian. So Anna Kasparian was born July 7th, and she is from the Young Turks. That's a news station. She is extremely intelligent, and she can process and communicate within you know, half a, half a second. She's very quick, very smart, very Gemini. 
So if you want a good depiction of a Gemini sun and a Casparian from the Young Turks is your girl. The Dalai Lama was born on July 6th. He has, he has several different things in his chart. Um, his son is actually in the first house. So he's a Gemini rising. He has son in the first house. And you can see, as I mentioned earlier, he has that close connection with his home. He spent almost his entire life in a home growing up. He wasn't allowed to go and play with kids outside. Um, he was meant to stay inside and contemplate life. He, um, he also has Mercury with the sun. So that gives it strength. He's brilliant with communication. He is, you know, he's not a native English speaker and yet he can still communicate his ideas. I mean, he speaks English, of course, but it's not his first language and he can still manage to like woo and convince a crowd. He's wonderful with speaking the truth and spreading information. And that is a very Gemini quality. And he's also very funny and lighthearted and quick-witted. People love being around him. Very, very Gemini, that charming, intelligent humor. So this is what I've got for Gemini. I hope that it was helpful. If you would like to schedule a reading with me or have any questions or want me to send you your chart and let you know where your sun is, you can email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. You can visit my website, innerknowing.yoga. And please follow Astrology Now's very own Instagram, astrologynow underscore podcast. Thank you so much.